Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes, where we are talking about perfectionism. So many of the leaders I coach are suffering from some kind or another of perfectionism. In fact, I myself am a recovering perfectionist. And perfectionism, I think it's become a joke a little bit in interviews and people go, oh, what's your weakness? And people say, oh, well, I'm a perfectionist. I try to get it too perfect. But actually, perfectionism is no joke. It can make you ill. In fact, it made me very ill. And so I want to talk to you about the antidote to perfectionism, because I think that's very often misunderstood. Before we jump in, though, if you haven't yet signed up to the waiting list for the role model material, go to nominatan.com forward slash role model, one word. And this is where you'll be the first to know about this very special material that I'm making that is about how you can step in to be more fully you, but also to lead on a bigger level. If you're looking around, looking at leaders above you, around you and going, I don't want to be like them. I think we need different kind of leaders. Don't just go, well, I can't do anything about it. Let's look at how you you can become one of those different leaders and it doesn't have to be burdensome or painful. Let's look at how this could be more joyful. So go to nominatan.com forward slash role model. But for now, let's jump in, start talking perfectionism. So take a breath. Then let's dive in. So often when people think that they need to do something about this perfectionist thing that gets in their way, they often think, well, that means I have to lower my standards. Or if you tell a perfectionist, well, you need to learn what good enough looks like. I mean, forget it. If you're a perfectionist, you know what you're, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you can't, what do you mean good enough? There's no satisfaction in Good enough if you like to go for the best of the best of the best of the best. But of course, that's the problem, isn't it? At 25, I went off on sick leave and it had to do with several different things. Among others, my support network in London disappearing in the space of a month. Four of the people I spoke most to uh, all left London in the space of a month. And um, my, my phone, you know, you, you had minutes at that time. I think now most people have a phone plan that has unlimited minute, minutes, but I think I had 700 minutes. And I went from you know, pretty much using all of those minutes to uh, hardly calling anyone because those four people that I'd spoken most to had left. At the same time, I had got promoted twice in one year very quickly and um, I was doing really well. I was doing really well at work. But uh, inside, I wasn't doing well at all. And the thing about perfectionism is it means 
keep keep uh, putting the bar higher. So even if you reach it, you go, well, that still wasn't quite good enough or I want it to go higher. It means we really don't ever fully define what good enough looks like or what success looks like. It's just always higher and it's exhausting. So whereas the people around us probably look and go, wow, you're doing amazingly inside. We get crippled by constantly not feeling good enough and constantly feeling like we need to do more, achieve more, do better, and they will find out. And there's imposter syndrome often wrapped up and there's all kinds of things. For some people, perfectionism looks like just working constantly, never switching off their brain. For others, it looks like lots of procrastination because it probably won't be perfect enough. And so they just can't get started. So it can look at many different ways. And, and I'm not going to dive into that here. There's lots of material about that. And maybe I'll talk about that another day. But I really want to talk about the antidote. What do you do? Whether you have a mild case of perfectionism or a really bad case of perfectionism, you need to know what the antidote is and how to counter it. And as I said, it's not low standards. You will never get someone that's striving for excellence and striving for perfect to go for low standards. And it doesn't make any sense. Why would we want anyone to work towards low or lower standards? Instead, you want someone to go for something Else. And here's a few suggestions. You have to probably work this out for yourself. But one of the things you could go for is joy or alignment or what feels good to you. So when I went off on sick leave at 25 because of, you know, these high standards crippling inside, just giving myself a really hard time. One of the things I found out was my heart wasn't in what I was doing and I always strive for good. I always strive for the best it can be. But one of the mottos I've accepted is done is better than perfect. Otherwise, I would never get this podcast out. I would never have published a podcast if I was still suffering from perfectionism. Because the truth is, you can look over this podcast episode and you'll see plenty of places where I mumble or I don't pronounce the word properly or it's not fully clear. And I make that okay because for me, it's about the joy, the heart, the difference I want to make. And this is how I got out of the perfectionism I had to do. Therapy and lots of personal work. But it was also through finding work that aligned with who I am. And so it gives me so much joy and so much fulfillment to coach, to lead workshops, to do leadership consulting, to do this podcast, that I'm okay that it's not perfect. I'm okay that maybe it could be better. It could always be better. But I know that it gives me joy and I look around and I pay attention to the evidence coming back. And it gives other people joy. It makes a difference to other people. Not to everybody, but to some people. And that's what I'm looking for. So you have to put something else in place that is worth striving for. Don't strive for making it the best it could possibly be. Don't make that the only 
the only goal because that will paralyze you into procrastination or make you work to a place where you will not know when to stop. So either isn't helpful. And so you need to put something else in place that will counterbalance, that will sort of put checks on that perfectionism tendency. And one of it, one of the things could be joy. You know, I'm going to do this in a way that's going to give me joy. Or it could be impacts. How can I have the biggest impact? One of the things about that is you have to publish that blog post or finish that presentation or send that report to your colleagues if it's going to have impact. If you're sitting there working away to get it perfect, yeah, it doesn't have any impact on anyone else while it's stuck on your, when it's stuck on your laptop. And so impact could be another great measure, having big positive impact, right? Does it connect in with my heart? You might want to put several different things in place, several different checks in place so that you strive for more than just the best it could be. It's just not a healthy thing to strive for because it is so undefined and that bar always keeps moving. So sit down, ask yourself, what else would be worth striving for that would stop me getting stuck in my mind, in my head, driving myself crazy with trying to get it right or get it perfect because here's the thing when you're trying to get it right ah you can't get inspiration for the life of you it's like sitting down trying to write a bestseller book can you write a word but if i say just write whatever sentence you have in your mind right now there's no such thing as as writer's block if you just write what's in your mind i don't know what to write see you don't have writer's block you can write something And so trying to give the best presentation you've ever given, trying to nail it so that everyone will be so impressed. It's exhausting. It's a good thing to aim high, but you have to put in some other aims too. The people that make the biggest difference in the world, the leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners, change makers that really make, you know, make things happen. They make mistakes every day because they dare more. And there are so many statistics and you'll hear so many sports people talk about this, how much they have, you know, how many times they didn't score the goal, how many times they didn't get it right. Because the more you take action, the more times you're not going to get it right, but also the more times you are going to do something that's incredible, that's going to lead to the next thing. So... You set up your own antidote to perfectionism. What is it that you're really striving for? What's a really healthy thing that's going to keep you moving and you will keep moving and not get you stuck in your mind? I would so love to hear what you come up with. Is your antidote to perfectionism joy or impact or something completely different? So... Drop me a line on LinkedIn or directly to my email or maybe in a review to this podcast. And let's have a dialogue about this. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and colleagues. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening, as it will help other people find the podcast. If you don't want to miss another episode, do subscribe here and head over to nominatan.com and sign up for my email list too. Now take a breath. Because no matter how busy we are, there's always time to breathe. Have a great day.